Hello, this is Volodymyr Anfimov from Kyiv, and now you are listening Ukraine Under Siege, Russia's Unforgivable War. Since the beginning of the war in Ukraine, 906 children have suffered. Of these, 323 children died and 583 were injured. This was reported by the press service of the Office of the Prosecutor General of Ukraine. These figures are not final since work is underway to establish them in places of active hostilities in temporarily occupied and liberated territories, the department notes. In addition, due to bombing and shelling by the armed forces of the Russian Federation, 2,028 educational institutions were damaged. Of these, 209 were completely destroyed. The total number of dead Ukrainians for almost four months of the war, according to preliminary estimates, is about 100,000 people. Ukrainian armed forces lost control of the town of Mitolkina near Severodonetsk this week. Russian soldiers intensified their artillery and air attacks. The Russians are powerfully hitting the Severodonetsk industrial zone and the outskirts of the city. For this, a large amount of equipment was pulled there. Fighting is going on in many villages around Severodonetsk and Lysychansk. These cities are being destroyed with all possible weapons. At the same time, the head of OVA reports that a quiet evacuation from Lysychansk is underway by the forces of military administration workers, police officers, rescuers and volunteers. From the settlements where active hostilities continue, people are taken out by the military on armed vehicles. But in the south of Ukraine, the Ukrainian armed forces moved to the Russians from the first line of defense in the Kherson region. The troops of the Russian Federation are currently being strengthened on the second and the third lines of defense. Also, the Ukrainian defense forces carried out precise strikes against warehouses located in the rear. This was announced by the advisor to the head of the Kherson military administration, a serviceman of the armed forces of Ukraine, Sergei Khlan, at the telethon. I am proud of the armed forces of Ukraine. I am sure that victory will be ours. It will be hard, but it will be 100%. Every day our soldiers bring Ukraine closer to the day when we wake up in the morning and not be afraid that a rocket will fly in. Russian troops continue to suffer significant losses in manpower and equipment in Ukraine. In the past 24 hours alone, 200 occupiers were eliminated. Since the beginning of Russia's military aggression, about 34,000 soldiers have been destroyed, according to the general staff of the armed forces of Ukraine. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen is sure that the leaders of the EU countries at the summit this week will agree to grant Ukraine the status of a candidate for EU accession based on the conclusion of the European Commission. I am deeply convinced that we will get a positive decision and there will be support. The course has already been determined, said Ursula von der Leyen. She added that once status was granted, the speed of the progress towards membership would depend on the candidate countries. The President of the European Commission recalled the example of Slovakia, which received the prospect in 1999 and was able to join in 2004, and Turkey, which is now further from potential membership than it was at the time. Recall, on June 17, the European Commission published its conclusions on application for EU membership of Ukraine-Moldova, recommending that the first two be given the status of a candidate. At the same time, seven requirements were prescribed for Ukraine, which it must fulfill in order not to lose the new status and move on to the next stage of the procedure. The New York Times journalist conducted a large-scale investigation and calculated that Russian military in 450 cases used inaccurate ammunition, the use of which is prohibited or significantly restricted by international law. 
Details. The journalist analyzed more than 1,000 photographs taken by the publication's correspondents in Ukraine, as well as other verified war correspondents. In total, these photographs show more than 2,000 used or detonated munitions, most of which qualify as inaccurate. The journalist came to the conclusion that the Russian army deliberately uses inaccurate munitions in areas with civilian objects and unarmed people, violating the basic norms of international law regarding the laws and customs of war. 210 types of ammunition that the journalist managed to remove are expressly prohibited for use by international conventions. Cluster munitions, which pose a significant hazard, were most frequently used. The authors of the material admit that due to difficulties in collecting information, these figures understate the true scale of the use of prohibited weapons on the battlefield in Ukraine. The journalists also confirmed the systematic use of cluster munitions from the Uragan MLRS, including in settlements. Also among the finds verified by journalists are anti-personnel mines and hand grenades left by Russian invaders in civilian facilities after the retreat. The material also mentions the use of ammunition with flechettes, small metal nails and phosphorus ammunition. The soldiers of the Azov regiment who were captured by the invaders of Mariupol are alive. At the same time, it is not known in what conditions they are kept. This was told by the head of the office of the President of Ukraine, Andriy Yermak. We know they are alive. It is not yet possible to say clearly under what conditions, but we know for sure that they are alive. We keep it under control, we have a connection with some of them, and the process of exchanging them does not stop even for an hour. I really hope that now it will enter its active phase and we will begin to return our heroes to Ukraine, Yermak said. According to him, the task at the first stage was to save the lives of the defenders of Azovstal. The process of returning the bodies of our dead heroes also has begun. To date, there are already more than 200 bodies. In the city of Mariupol itself, the Russian invaders began exhuming the dead. The bodies are being loaded onto tractors and taken to the local morgue. Due to the heat after registration, the body is immediately buried in mass graves. Treating the dead like garbage has become the norm for Russians. The problem of providing drinking water and food is also very acute in the occupied city. Water supply is irregular, in some areas there is no water. The invaders stopped distributing humanitarian aid to disabled residents of the city. People stand in line for 3-4 hours, literally for a piece of bread. Ukraine will defend itself with showels in the event of a cessation of farm supplies from the Allies. This was stated by the head of Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Ukraine, Dmitro Kuleba. According to him, no one in the West should believe that the Ukrainians will be more willing to make concessions without the supply of weapons. If we don't get weapons, fine, then we will fight with showels, but we will defend ourselves, because this war is a war for our existence, Kuleba stressed. The minister noted that Ukraine has significantly fewer weapons than Russia. Therefore, the sooner we receive the weapons, the sooner they are sent, the more help will be for us. If the weapons are sent later, we will still say thank you, but then a lot of will be wasted, many people will die. Thank you for listening to us and helping to bring closer the victory of Ukrainians in the struggle for freedom and independence. Glory to Ukraine!